Hello, you're listening to the Bonded Books Podcast, where we discuss books, fight over book boyfriends, and the lack of filter is a family trait. If you're lucky, you might even hear one of our dogs barking in the background. Because hey, if we have to deal with them, then so do you. We hope to dazzle you with our discussion while not being hurtful to the authors we feature. Success not guaranteed. So sit back, relax, and enjoy the show. Hello. Hi. Hi. I'm speaking to you in my echo chamber of an office. <laughs> it sounds fine. Okay, good. I'm ready to dive into this book. <laughs> yeah, I have lots of questions about this book. <laughs> okay, great. <laughs> All right. So uh, do you want to introduce the book? Yes. The book is called Rock Hard Reject. A male-female dystopian shifter romance. The series is Northern Rejects. And this is book number one. And the author is Anna Fury. I know we're going to start again by reading the little description. Mm. Yes. (laughs) I'm woefully unprepared. I didn't look it up on... um, Girl. I didn't look it up on Amazon. One second. I know I raised you better than that. This is only our second time doing it, and I've already forgotten. (laughs) Well, let me let me tell you. I forgot to tell you this while you're pulling that up. I went in the other day for my carotid artery ultrasound Mm -hmm. to make sure that nothing is clogged up and causing issues. So I'm in this dark room, and they're putting the ultrasound on this artery in my neck, and I can hear my heartbeat. It sounds like a cougar screaming, which is ironic, but (laughs) so she's on the right (laughs) I I should not be left to my own (laughs) devices devices. at any time. So, you know, my God. She's going up the right side of my neck with this thing. And so it's like, okay, so first place, cougar screaming. I can hear my heart beating. Okay, second place, same thing. Third place, there's no sound at all. And I think to myself, oh, great, I'm dead. (laughs) And that's kind of weird. Yeah, it was the same thing on my left side. So I don't know. It was super loud. And anyway, the tech is like resting her arm across my chest while she's doing this. And I'm thinking a couple of thoughts come to mind. One is, thank God this isn't a guy because she's literally resting her arm on my boob. And then the second thought is, hmm, I guess this is as close to girl on girl action as I'm ever going to get. (laughs) <laughs> a little test run a that's little... a throwback to last week's episode <laughs> yeah and 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 i think well thank god she's young and pretty but mm-hmm. it was all very weird and then uh, thankfully the test result came back as everything's fine nothing's clogged so i get the a-okay in that area so i guess the next thing is just waiting until january for the big the big showdown So anyway, that was my adventure in the medical world this week. Very exciting. Always. Glad everything turned out good. Yeah, me too. Did you find the description? Yes, I did. Oh, good. Let's do this. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) Okay. So the description says, a second chance, a deadly threat. Can he keep her safe long enough to rekindle the fire between them? Aaron. Messy divorce? Check. Still pining after my high school sweetheart? Check. My life is complicated and the only positive is my thrilling trucking business. But I'm glad my husband's leaving because I've never been able to forget Stone, the boy who broke my heart when we were stupid teenagers. He's single now too. The problem? My life might be complicated, but his is downright dangerous. When the local biker gang attacks me for speaking out against their illicit trafficking activity, Stone demands I stay on his ranch for my protection. But what really needs protecting is my heart. Stone. I don't know what it says about me that I've been rejected twice, first by my mate and then by almost my entire pack. 
but I don't miss them like I probably should. And nowhere near as much as I miss Erin. Unfortunately, I screwed up my only chance with her when we were teenagers. When she's attacked, it sends my protective instinct into overdrive. Turns out having her living in my home is harder than I thought it'd be. Because there's nothing I won't do for another chance with the woman my body sings for. Rock Hard Reject is the first book in the North Rejects series. It features a grumpy rancher craving a second chance to rekindle the fire with his high school sweetheart. Perfect for lovers of second chance, grumpy sunshine, found family, and hilarious side characters. Good God, that was a long description. Blurb. Well, this is also a very long book. This book was Ugh. 472 pages long. Yes, and I'll confess right now, at 70% in, I stopped reading this book. Yes, I know that. But yes, thank you for fessing up to the listeners. Yeah, <laughs> so this book has to do with some bizarre virus called the Awaken virus that hit. And I guess every man transitioned into an alpha. This book is so complicated. It's like, what didn't it? The only thing it did not have in it was the kitchen sink. I will confess that I wish that the author had done a better job of setting up things that happened in the first series. This is actually a spinoff series that she says in the beginning of this book that you can read as a standalone, but I really don't think you can read as a standalone. I'm even saying that as this is my confession. I even read that other series by her. And even I was a little like confused at times because- When, when did you read the other series? In between our last podcast and this one? No, I read that those books as they were being released. Oh, so okay. I read that series like a while ago. Well, I was oblivious to the fact that this book was a spinoff, but now it makes a little more sense. But yeah, it, it did not clarify at all. There's so much happening in here with the alphas, the awakened virus, the American task force that's chasing them. There's like a brief mention to the other series in the beginning of this book under the heading what came before it's kind of short it's only like it's only a couple sentences maybe a full paragraph so it's kind of nice that you know that this something happened before these books mm -hmm. but then like i said i've read those books i read all of those books except for the last book in that series even i was having trouble remembering all the different things that happen in this world that she's built so this is a dystopian shifter romance it's like an urban fantasy where it takes place in nowadays america for the first series this one actually takes place in canada right and what happened was they what they call the awaken virus so this virus gets unleashed in a lab and it turns people into alphas and omegas and then the men that get turned into alphas really go very extreme when the virus first hit and they cause a lot of physical harm to people but then you have some good alphas that kind of went through that awakening process mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And now they're fully functioning and integrating back into society. And not everyone turned into this alpha omega option. Some people are still just like regular humans. Yeah. So my first question is, if this is taking place in Canada, why is one of the pack leaders called Mitchell having to testify before American Congress? Okay, so this is Mitchell is from the last series and the last series took place in America. Stupid. So that's part of the reason why I feel like you can't really read this out of order mm -hmm. without being confused. Like for you, it's now it's confusing you because you don't realize that Mitchell and his pack were from America. And at one point in that series, they went to Canada to flee America. Mm. And that's how we first met Stone and some of these other people. And then they went, I think they went back to America. Like I said, I didn't read the last book in that series. And the last book in that series happened to be Mitchell's book. I feel like this book through everything that's ever been established ever in the entire shift to romance world, put it in a bag, shook it up and dumped it out. 
because I'm like, I've never heard this before. Like I've never heard of a bunch of alphas being able to be together. Like maybe there's one alpha in a pack and then there's another one that comes along and challenges the alpha. But for every male to be an alpha, I find that hard to believe. Everything that I've ever read about an omega, that the omegas are shared, the omegas have some wild kind of power in each of them that comes into being after they're quote unquote mated, right? Is is that what this book is saying? Yes. The main thing that I wish had been included at the beginning of this book in the what came before section Mm -hmm. was the pack structure because it's very unique. And like you're saying, it's very different Mm -hmm. and you don't see it anywhere else. It's almost as if the packs of shifters are part of a motorcycle club where in a motorcycle club romance, you have the president and the vice president and the enforcer and you have all these different people and there's a structure of people in there. Here in this shifter world that the authors created, you have the main alpha who is in charge of the entire pack, but then under him are five different alphas who fulfill different roles in the pack structure. You have a strategist, Mm -hmm. an enforcer, a seer, and then a healer and a spirit. At some point in the book, she does go over what those different roles are mm-hmm. and what they contribute to the main pack. But I really wish it was at the beginning. Yeah. So that you wouldn't be so confused because that was actually kind of far in the book, I feel like. Yeah, it was it was very confusing. And then on top of that, the Omegas have powers, which to me is like reading a book about magic. And then they're still pining for each other and connected with people that they knew in high school, which to me is like a throwback to a high school romance. Things I don't read. I don't read that kind of stuff because I'm a grown ass woman and high school was a (laughs) lifetime ago. I don't give a shit about what happens in high school. The Omega thing. So when there's enough shifted pairs in the pot, then the Omega's powers are activated for lack of better words that's a good word for it the omegas have special powers unless there's enough of them in the pack mated to these different alphas we don't know what the omega powers are so we only really see that in this book because some of the other packs have enough mated pairs to Mm -hmm. activate those powers Mm -hmm. but for the main pack in this book they're not at that level yet to know what their powers are. It reminded me a lot of, I don't know why, because this is, they're not that similar actually. Okay. Did, did you read that Ivy Asher series that she had the Sentinel series? It no. was a reverse harem. Mm-mm, I don't think so. I really liked the first few books in that series, actually. In that series, it was her and she was the main person. And then she had all these different men under her. Oh, maybe that is the series I read. Yeah. And then the men, I wouldn't really, well, sometimes they were under her. It is a river harem. <laughs> but, <laughs> but I should just say she had uh, different partners in the harem and each partner kind of activated a different thing for her or brought a different skill set to the table. And then there was a whole other like side group of people that came about eventually that ended up being like for a while, you're like, are these different partners of her? But they ended up not being partners of hers. They ended up being more of the uh, muscle the protector roles for her. This book and series kind of reminds me of that. It's different, but it just made me think of that. I needed an interpreter, you know, and on top of that, they they have healers in their group that can connect to them, other people mentally. And aren't they wolf? They're wolf shifters, but some of the people in the, in the pack are crow shifters or... I don't know. And then it's a free for all sexually between these alphas and these omegas. And there are like a three for in this group where there's two males in an omega that are, it's like it's 30 fucking book subjects all rolled into one. And I'm like, and then the, the sex they have is crazy ass. 
Let's just talk about real fast what you're talking about, the different like roles that these people have. Oh, okay. So at one point it says, this was a highlight I made, and even for myself to remind myself how it works, pack enforcer was like a policeman of sorts, just making sure the pack is staying in line. Then you have the pack strategist, who is a brilliant alpha who's closest to the pack alpha and guides him, looking at all angles of a situation and recommending a path forward. And they can talk tele through telepathy, correct? They have a yes. mind. Okay. So the strategist and the pack alpha are BFFs. Uh, they have the mind link thing very closely connected. Um, you have the seer. The seer connects to his wolf and then all the wolves in the history of wolves to get like wolf history. And like you're saying, the healer and the spirit mate in pairs. So one of the books in the last series, the first series was a male, male, female. And so in that book, the two guys were together before the female came along. And then in this book, the male and the female are together and there's hints at who the other male is that's going to be brought in mm -hmm. so yeah there's a lot and then like you're saying the sex is very different jesus christ yeah so hello at one point in this book i guess stone and aaron broke up it during their high school time because he cheated on her yes if i'm remembering correctly and then at some point in the book i didn't read before from the last series, he confesses that he and Mitchell had sex at the same time <laughs> with Mitchell's mate, which having not read Mitchell's book, I don't really understand how that works because Mitchell and his mate, aren't they bonded? So how are, how is he comfortable sharing his that's, Omega? Yes, that's the thing. I don't get, I mean, I, this book made me sad. So sad. Once. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. Sad that I had to read it. Sad that there was so much shit going on that I couldn't keep track of it. Mitchell is described as a billionaire businessman who mm -hmm. transitioned into an alpha and took on the entire American government with his pack. Aaron yes. ended up marrying apparently a human and doesn't really know, never lived in a pack dynamic, which I don't understand that. Her husband is leaving her. She's also the mayor of this town. His, her husband ends up leaving her for another person, but wants to take half her business. Her friend Luna is, I don't know what Luna is. Luna's a great name for her because she's a nut job. It's her, <laughs> her best friend that flies out to help her deal with her upcoming divorce and the fact that her Aaron's uh, soon to be ex-husband wants to try to steal half her business. Is Luna even a, I, I'm like so over the, all over the place more so than normal because this book, that's okay. The book's all over the place. Mm -hmm. Is Luna a shifter? Or is Luna a human? Luna's a human, but then at one point further in the book, she refers to herself as an Omega. Yes. So that also confused me a little bit. But then having said that, all of these people were humans until the lab accident that happened three years ago that made the Awaken virus. Yes. And so apparently Mitchell's got a researcher in his pack named Jude Chen. And her, yes. her scientific, her scientist father is the one that accidentally unleashed the virus in a lab three years ago. Yes, Jude has her own book in that series. Like I'm saying, this is like a spinoff, could be read as a standalone, but I don't really feel like it could. And now that I'm like second guessing myself, maybe the author never even says this could be read as a standalone series. I don't remember but, that, but I, I don't I, remember a lot. There's just too much. My head hurt. I had to take a lot of aspirin mm -hmm. because I don't want to read shit that's this complicated. I don't want to, I don't want to have to have a whiteboard up in my office with lines going from one person to another. And I don't want everything that I ever loved about the pack dynamics and alphas and omegas change because this person decided to write a book about everything at once in one book. That's why my head hurt. Okay, which is funny because that's one of the reasons why I actually like this series because it Jesus is so different. Christ. 
it is complicated, but it's different. And these are things I haven't seen before. And so. So that's like, that's fine for you. That has a younger brain. But yeah. for somebody that <laughs> went to shopping and couldn't remember her password and started to freak out because I couldn't remember the password. Apparently my, my mind is shriveling into a little ball of nothingness. It's way too much. And I will say also, this book isn't really a standalone. So you have to keep reading the series to figure out what's happening with different things. Okay. So, well, since you understand this book way more than me, I don't know if you want to just talk and I'll just butt in every once in a while. I, I just have a couple things I highlighted that I can mention. Okay. Okay. At one point, this is... We all know that I'm a sucker for this. Stone and Aaron are together. And he says to her, I can't fix this for you, but I'm here. I can't help the purr that rumbles out of my mm -hmm. chest. She startles when the low pitched vibration starts up, but then huffs out a short breath as she presses her cheek to my chest. So cute. Yeah, because yeah, she's never had someone purr for her before. Yeah, so it starts out where you know, when the first getting together after her husband's leaving her. He is super sweet and kind to her and confesses that he's really in love. And he, he thinks he wants to not her or be with her, but she's got all this stuff she still needs to work through. So he doesn't want to rush things. And then at the very next chapter, they are going at it like they're in a sex club. And nothing is off the table. It is true, like what you're saying. He's not very consistent or they're not very consistent. Yeah. Because he's wanted her forever. He's wanted her since he fucked up their relationship in high school. He had a mate he, or a wife or both. She ended up leaving because she wasn't happy because, of course, he was still in love with Aaron. Mm -hmm. And she had a husband. She was actually married to this guy for like 15 years or something insane. Yeah, yes, the human. They finally are both single at the same time and they can end up getting together. And this is basically everything he's wanted forever. But when she's finally on board to go forward with their relationship, he starts backpedaling and then he starts second guessing everything because he was rejected by his mate. And then a lot of people in his pack also left him. Mm -hmm. I don't, I didn't really understand why he was really into her and really wanted her back for the first three quarters of the book. And then he started, he started get second guessing everything. Well, why did the, a lot of his pack leave him? Do you know? I'm I'm not sure. I maybe because his mate left him and then he was fucking up what he was doing. He even says at points in this book that he wasn't really into it. He wasn't really into the pack. He wasn't really doing what he was supposed to do as pack alpha. Sure he had a strategist before. Mm -hmm. But he wasn't giving it a hundred percent. He was just there going through the motions. So maybe that's why they left him. I'm not sure. But then also maybe it was mentioned in that other book. That was Mitchell's book. They also mention a guy that is the protagonist in the book. His name has, he has a pack. His name is Declan. He's apparently from Ireland and came to Canada. He is an asshole he treats all the Omegas like assholes. Apparently, he stole a lot of Omegas. He tried to steal the Omegas from um, Stone's pack, and that was a big fight. He ends up trying to steal Aaron's truck while Aaron and Luna are going to make a delivery. And he ends up beating the crap out of Aaron and Luna. And their friend Titan, I guess, finds them beaten up on the side of the road and he rushes them to stone for a healer. So this is how I think Aaron and stone reconnect. Yeah. I mean, they were already friendly, mm -hmm. but they really, I think prompted them to move things forward. Yeah. Stop wasting time. Another thing that I, when I highlighted this, I didn't make a note and I should have, I think this is Aaron thinking about stone. My highlight is, all I want to do is attack him, sit on his face, and threaten him with bodily harm if he doesn't keep feasting. Oh, yeah, it is Aaron. Just, and then there was a joke in this book, which is ridiculous. Somebody's asking, what's the difference between kinky and perverted? Mm -hmm. And 
they say kinky is when you tickle your mate with a feather perverted is when you use the whole bird mm -hmm. that made me laugh that was fucking funny yeah it was funny and then i highlighted this other thing because as a leo myself i really related to this mm -hmm. i think this is aaron talking to luna and she's telling her he's a leo lou hella loyal but if you piss him off it's hard to come back from that mm. like yeah that is you it's very true yeah. yes <laughs> oh, there's also stone's mother is in this book who has some kind of boutique and i guess declan keeps breaking the law but the canadian mounties don't do anything about it the authorities don't do anything about it a lot of time is spent in the book trying to research declan's background and what his connections are because they think he has some kind of powerful allies that are keeping him from being prosecuted for all these bad things he's doing yes so we do get that information in this book as to how he's being protected or what he's really into so because you didn't finish it i don't think you got to that part no i didn't i really liked luna like you're saying she's fucking crazy mm -hmm. and it's true she is but she was so funny so her and titan have this crazy dynamic it's really funny made for a lot of tense moments and at one point she says i'd hate for him to lose his mind over my hotness mm -hmm. it really put a damper on the enemy vibes mm -hmm. luna and titan are in the epilogue of this book so i think they're going to be the next book okay i'm trying to find the quote i did did you get to the part where there's the omega matic yes okay so <laughs> jesus christ <laughs> on top of so, i don't know how many women this these alphas are fucking it's not enough for them so mm -hmm. they have something called the omega matic mm-hmm the Omega Matic is kind of like a huge blow up sex doll, but it's not a blow up. It's almost like a pommel horse. Yeah. Or a St. Andrew's cross combination thing. And so you turn it on because it has suction, of course. And what happens is the alphas can, of course, have sex with people, but they can't really do the nodding and what have you, all the alpha things that they really want to do if their partner is not able to receive that. So in order to get those urges out, they go to this thing called the Omega Matic. They all share the Omega Matic. It's got like its own little room. <laughs> and it's in its own little building away from the house yeah. luna ends up seeing the omega matic for the first time this is what the quote i highlighted of fucking course luna starts pressing the buttons mm -hmm. first turning the omega matic on and then pressing suction she shoves her hand <laughs> up inside the machine and gasps looking under her armpit at me this is hella strong aaron <laughs> dudes would freaking love this yeah so she instantly starts asking clay a million questions you all use this this is great not only for shifters but even regular men would like it i think we need to talk about a marketing plan and mm -hmm. how we can build these things and produce them she's going to talk to stone about it because this would be a great way to have a second income for the pack which they need this Omega Matic was made by Titan, mm -hmm. who's the guy that she has her enemies to lovers vibes with. Mm -hmm. it, it was so funny. I think at one point she even asks for a demonstration. Yes. Or they talk about a demonstration. That's, thank oh. God. I was shocked, but Clay drew the line and said no. I did like Luna, though. She was really fucking funny. She, she was funny. She's definitely a ride or die the person you want in your corner. Mm -hmm. So Luna knows Aaron because Aaron at one point moved to California. Was she in college or something? I yes, can't remember. They met in college. Okay, yeah. So she's known her for a long time. And so when she starts having these issues with her husband, Luna comes to Canada to spend some time with her. I think she's only supposed to be there for three weeks. Mm -hmm. She's going to be there for longer. Mm. Okay, I don't think you got to this point in the book. 
How do I get to my notes from the phone app? Why am I not able to find this right now? I've had that happen before. We're in my Kindle. They'll be highlighted, but they're not in my phone. And I'm like, what the hell is happening? I don't know why that happens. Yeah, that's really annoying. I don't know where this highlight came from. And let me just do a word search. Maybe I can find it if I do a word search. In the interim, Aaron has to explain to Luna the difference between a relationship between alphas and omegas, because Aaron's an omega, and human men, and how different it is. Because Luna doesn't have a clue. She doesn't know anything about Pax at all. Yeah, so she tells her, you know, they, they give off pheromones to attract the omegas. So they're both super horny for each other. And about the claiming bite, that cements the mate bond. And their alternative is a shitload of sex toys. This is the other thing. This is the first book I think I've ever read where they're talking <laughs> about sex toys. Okay. And you're just going to leave it at that? Well, we're going to talk about the other thing is I've never read about an alpha that is willing to be dominated because he's an alpha. And there's a scene in the book where Aaron is starts hinting to stone, sending things through their mental connection about how she wants to fuck him. I got a text from you that said Google pegging. Oh, I Googled pegging because I'm like, I don't know oh. what pegging is. <laughs> I didn't know what it was. And so for okay. other fools like me that don't know what it is, apparently it's when a woman or somebody puts on a strap on dildo mm -hmm. and will, you know, have anal sex with somebody. So I've never, I don't know. I've never heard of an alpha agreeing to have anal sex performed on him before I started reading this book. So they go mm -hmm. up to their bedroom because now Stone's all interested. And Stone's totally open to anything and everything you ever possibly wanted to do to him. He's like, okay, mm -hmm. let's go. Let's try it. He doesn't put up any resistance. I think as long as it's with Aaron and it makes Aaron happy, it could be anything she wanted. And she is a very dominant omega sort of person omega yes he's used to that because it kind of fits her personality i guess well, i guess and i i was shocked because i'm like i've never read this before have you read this before not like that i mean i i read male male romance but i have not read a pegging scene in a male female romance no okay thank you i can see in a male male that's fine that's one thing and i guess it's fine if that's what you're into but I'm like, this is not, in my mind, everything I've ever read about the role of an alpha and an omega. It is very different in the fact that a lot of times you look for the alpha romances because they're supposed to be these like, quote unquote, dominant personalities. They're supposed to take charge. And for this book, you're not really getting that because sure, he's like that, but then he also has these other aspects of his sexual personality. So it is very different. And yet if you're not really, I was shocked. I was a little scandalized. Yeah. Honest, when I read that scene. Well, imagine how I was. <laughs> I'm like, oh my God, now Peggy's going to be in my search history. Oh God. Let me show you how to do incognito Google searches so they don't show up in your history. Well, it's too late now. I don't really care at this point. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> Doesn't matter to me. But yeah, mm -hmm. I, I did not, this did not turn me on. I didn't see the need for it. I didn't get it. So go ahead. Do you, are there other things you want to talk about? I need to read this sex scene to you because you stopped reading the book before this happened. Oh dear God. Am I going to need to bathe in holy water after you read it to me? No, but as soon as I read it to you, you'll understand why I laughed my ass off when this happened. Okay, go ahead. Because when this happens in a book, I always point it out and say how unsanitary it is. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. I already know, but please feel, feel free to read it to me because you know I, i'm going to i'm going to i have to all right so okay this is told from stone's point of view the need to take her claim her and make her permanently mine screams through my veins that's all i can think of as i head for the kitchen and set her on the countertop <laughs> Aaron, i snarl 
Open your thighs wide for me. I shove my knee through our bond as she arches her back, pressing her breasts against my body. Reaching down to her pants, I use my claws to shred them, dragging the ruined fabric away from her beautiful body. Her shirt gets the same treatment as slick gushes from her coating the countertop. Oh my God. (laughs) That's sanitary. (laughs) Yeah, you must have died when you read that. As soon as the as soon as he said I head for the kitchen, I was like, oh fuck, here we go. <laughs> oh Jesus Christ. And I would like to put out there, are there any other mother-daughter people out there that have this kind of fucking discussion <laughs> with their daughters and mothers? No. No, okay. It's just us. All right. Glad Just we us. Oh You're God. welcome. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Aren't you so glad I made you do this? <laughs> yeah. Thank you so much. And yeah, there were multiple times that he talks about quote unquote her slick. And I'm like, oh Jesus. I knew immediately what the, he was talking about. The way he has sex with her, I don't know that it's respectful. I don't know. <laughs> I, know I know nothing at this point. Oh, he does have some good dirty talk. I will say that. Oh, I know. I remember. I don't know where I highlighted in the book, but she's Hmm. giving him a blow job in his office and he like grabs her hair and holds her head. I don't know about other women, but don't fucking do that to me while I'm blowing you because I also have teeth besides some sex sucking action. And she she says her eyes are watering and he's fucking her in the back of her throat and she's like gagging a little bit. But apparently it's okay because it gets all of both of them off. I don't know. It's like a porn star blowjob. Yeah. Okay, so what else happens in this book that I couldn't finish reading? During this sex scene, that's when he finally does the mate bite to her, the claiming bite. Oh, So he doesn't do that until 91% in the book. He does knot her. That's very briefly mentioned. He knots her in the kitchen? Knots her in the kitchen, yeah. Where they're together. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to come in and make a bologna bologna sandwich while they're stuck together for God. glad I stopped reading this book. <laughs> I would have fucking died. Oh, Jesus Christ. Are there enough Clorox wipes in the world? <laughs> not because of the pandemic, there's not. <laughs> Jesus. Oh. oh my God, my eyes are watering. <laughs> oh, Jesus Christ. Oh my God. Yeah, that, this... I don't know if this is the final sex scene or not. It's very graphic. Jesus. Most of it happens in the kitchen, like we're saying. <laughs> okay. Um, Go out to I, dinner or lunch, people. That's all I have to say. Don't yeah, be going don't in eat that at their kitchen. house. Yeah. I, I didn't hate it, but I'm always against the kitchen location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I have so many questions about this book for you. Okay, any more you want to ask me here on the podcast? Of course. Go ahead. Well, first I have to say, I didn't like the fact that they were constantly, they say things like, we will fix this somehow, Alpha. And he's like, we will, Omega. It's like, why are you calling him Alpha and Omega? It's such a fucking turnoff. What is the deal with Declan? So tell me what happens. What is Declan doing? Mm. Declan is doing human trafficking and... Oh, I knew it. I think, and drug transportation, I think. I think he's doing both. He's for sure doing human trafficking of Omegas. So I guess it would be Omega trafficking. So why is he being protected and who's protecting him? Declan was from Ireland... His mom or his dad is related to the Canadian prime minister as a brother or sister. I don't remember if the prime minister was the aunt or the uncle. And if somehow they're related, it's the aunt and uncle thing. Just because they're related does not mean that the prime minister of Canada would protect this asshole. 
and be in on his human trafficking or his Omega trafficking. No, and they're not. And that's kind of tied up a little bit in the end of this book because they get a little bit of assistance or there's a mention of them getting assistance in future books to fight against Declan. That's why I'm saying you can't really read this as a standalone because their issue with Declan isn't completed. Oh no. And then what's the deal with Rogue? What's her secret? Rogue is the guy and River's the girl. They're twins that end up joining Stone's Mm. pack because they've never been in a pack. They don't have protection. Stone offers them protection after Titan kind of pushes them in Stone's direction. So what is her deal? She, I think her name is River. I think she's River River. and he's River. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So River, we're not sure what's happening with River. That's going to come up in a later book also. Oh, brother. At, At one point, she meets with the seer from Mitchell's pack from yeah I read that part and he okay but that's about when I gave up so okay so she knows what her thing is what her abilities are the seer from that pack knows what her abilities are but he says that he will keep her secret Right. Until she's ready to tell it. The thought is that she is a seer herself because of some of her magical powers that she has. Mm -hmm. But there's never been an Omega seer. So we don't really know what her powers are. But I'm kind of interested to see what happens with her later on. I really liked her brother also, uh, Rogue. Mm -hmm. I liked Rogue. Um, They're twins. Did you get to the part where they get a girl that they've rescued from the bar that was a runaway? Yes. From Dak. So that, yes, that girl ends up kind of forming a relationship with Rogue. Yeah, I figured that was going to happen. Yeah, I think they're both like 19 or something. And then over and over again, I got tired of hearing in the book, protecting Omegas is our first priority. See, I thought you would like that because in a lot of books, the alphas are assholes to the Omegas. I don't read those books. But we have for the podcast. Yeah, because you make me against my will and better (laughs) judgment. Apparently you're the boss of me when it comes to these podcasts. I don't know. Yeah, one of the things I highlighted is alphas are wired to protect, to love, to fuck in no particular order. Yes, I highlighted that too. And yeah, mm-hmm. that's fine. I get that. But I don't I don't need them calling each other Omega and Alpha. And I don't need to be reminded over and over again on multiple occasions that they're supposed to be protecting the Omegas. Yeah, well, that's a given with an Alpha, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. Oh, yeah. Here's the part I highlighted about the blowjob. Okay. <laughs> he grips my hair and pushes. Stone's cock hits the back of my throat and continues as I cough and sputter. But I want his pleasure. He's like, no, Aaron, me. Because she starts to put her hands in her own pants. And he's like... This part was hot. He's like, no, Aaron, me. I want you to focus on me, just me. I want to show you how I'll always be first to you, that I'm yours and we both know it. She's, there are some hot parts. Yeah, she's pushing back to him through the bond. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, yeah, I don't get how they're able to do bond things before he fully I don't know. claims her. I don't know. But then he also has that bond with Clay. The strategist, yes. which he hates because he fucking hates Clay, which I loved. I thought that was hilarious. That he hates Clay, but he ends up taking Clay <laughs> yeah. as a strategist. He hates Clay he because Clay was worked for, what's the name of that? The task force, yeah. I think it was. Yes. Yeah, Clay did something with the task force in Mitchell's book. So if you didn't read that book, you don't know that much about what Clay did. Oh, Okay. It says that he had no choice but to work with the task force, but he also saved Mitchell's life. So he did some things that they don't agree with, but then he also made up for it. And nobody has a problem with Clay except for Stone. I liked it because he doesn't get to pick who his members of his pack are. Oh, okay. So Clay becomes the strategist against his wishes. And so they start getting a bond and he's all pissed off about it. And because the strategist and the alpha are BFFs and that pisses him off too. Cause mm. he's like, I don't even like this guy. And now he's my fucking best friend. <laughs> 
Yeah, the other thing that I thought was weird is apparently we could learn a little background about Stone before this happened. He was a pian pianist and he mm -hmm. used to have concerts. She ends up, Aaron ends up telling him one day after he's played piano, I used to watch your concerts while I was working. I touched myself, Alpha. I touched myself because watching you play makes me so fucking hot. I fucking love music, and I can tell you, I have never once felt the need to push my hands down my pants. <laughs> listening For a piano player? Yeah, for a piano player or any other kind of musical instrument. And I'm really, really into music. And then mm -hmm. he, he tells her, and I, or she says, I should probably feel guilty for that, but I don't. That turns him on. He's like, tell me everything, Aaron. Did you come hard watching my fingers on the keys? It's like re reaching up, he grips the neckline of her shirt and rips it down the front, which he does on more than one occasion. She's like, I mm -hmm. ache, Stone. I ache for you. I have years of pent-up need to touch you. Please. And my note is, why the fuck are women always saying please? Because they <laughs> do. do you, did you notice that in a many, many books? No. Oh, Yeah. That, that's the first thing before it happens, please. And it's like, why do women have to be polite? Mm -hmm. Because God knows I wouldn't be. And he's like, take clothes off Omega, I command as I toss Aaron on the bed. You first. And then he's like, tries to explain something about pack dynamics, saying our job is to possess, is to possess and dominate. And every time you disobey me, there will be consequences. And she thinks, she says to him, and yet, that's never stopped me. And again, she hasn't had sex with in years with her husband, despite having a healthy relationship with toys. Of course. Well, of course she's going to have to use toys if her husband is an asshole who's not into her. He's so big, he has to prep her properly. And she, he's like, you're not ready for me, E. And she's like, the fuck I'm not. I'll be the judge of that. Yeah. <laughs> the other thing how did men know well whatever they think they know everything yeah not just about our bodies but about everything in general yeah and then he takes out some kind of pocket pussy that's another thing i didn't even want to google that it says oh my god he moves rhythmic and slowly teasing me he's teasing me he's like i'm like there's a fucking human being right there with a pussy use her you don't need this pocket pussy his heavy cock sliding into the toy with sloppy noises. I actually, this was the first time I've ever seen a pocket pussy in a book too. Yeah. I actually liked that because usually the girls have toys if they have anything at all in this book. So for him to have something, I was like, okay, that's different. This was obviously before the pegging thing happened. Right. And this I was going to say, if they have this Omegatronics thing in a building an outbuilding <laughs> out of course they have why is that so fucking shocking another stupid thing she uh, says to him at one point or he says to her i love it when you wear plaid it's like this man is ready to go off it doesn't matter what it is he's not a lumberjack that made me laugh too because he's like i love when you wear plaid like what she's wearing one of his flannel shirts yeah. or something mm -hmm. but it's like just the way he said it. It wasn't even like, I love it when you wear my clothes, because we all know guys love that too, right? Yeah. But he was like, I love it when you wear plaid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. That was funny. <laughs> okay. So does anything else happen in this book? I need to know. No. Okay. So we're ready to rate and summarize. Sure. You go first, because I think I already know what your rating's going to be. Yeah. I hated this book. I wanted to kill myself every night I was forced to read it. No, don't say that. <laughs> <God>. Because there were so many. I do. I vacillate in depression. I deal with depression. And I'm like, this book is just depressing the shit out of me. Because okay. there's so many other books I wanted to read. I did not find this book sexy. I found it very confusing. There's no way in hell I would ever read the next book. Uh, I give it one dry as the Sahara Desert panty rating. <laughs> oh, God. Didn't like it. You okay. and you. I'm afraid to hear your... Go ahead. <laughs> 
the judgment that is going to rain down on me. Yes, that's right. I, <laughs> I liked this book. I would probably give it three and a half wet panties. I did like their sex scenes together, except for the pegging thing. That was a little off for me. Mm. It was just unexpected, I guess. I didn't really understand the dynamics there, why she has to be so dominant in the bedroom. Yeah, I want my alphas when, dominant in the bedroom. Yeah, so she's a dominant person outside of the bedroom. So I didn't see why she had to also be dominant in the bedroom, but it was different. So, I mean, there's obviously dominant women in the bedroom. They exist. Oh, and can so I those say, people would have loved it. Can I say one other thing? One yes. last thing. So there's a scene in this book where... Betty, who is Stone's mother, comes back from her buying trip in France with her French lover. Her French boyfriend comes over to meet them and he ends up saying something in English. And Erin thinks to herself, I'm amused at his slight English misstep, but his English is incredible. It's like, really? What are you judging his English for? This was so unnecessary in the book. It's like, are you fluent and perfect? Do you speak French? I don't know. My thing, I, if you have multiple language skills, that's pretty damn impressive in my mind. Mm -hmm. And you shouldn't be judging him. And this was a, just a stupid, unnecessary thing in the book. I don't remember what, I remember that thing happening in the book, but I don't remember what he said in the book to make her think that in response. The thing that threw me, at one point in the book, they make s'mores. And I'm like, do they have s'mores in Canada? Because <laughs> s'mores are very American. I don't know. That's a good question. Yeah. I was like, okay, I like seeing s'mores in books because I like s'mores. I'm like, that's a very American thing. So that was a little weird. And then they do say hella a lot, which I also say hella, but I'm also American. So like, if they're supposed to be Canadian, why are they saying hella pretty often? Because maybe they watch uh, <clears throat> Twitter videos american tv or yeah sure they listen to that gwen stefani song <laughs> <laughs> yes i mean I, I did like this book there were things that i wish were done a little bit differently like i said i wish there was some stuff at the beginning of the book to kind of lay out me the too dynamics and yes. the pack rolls mm -hmm. and really make you realize that you need to read that first series before you read this because I don't feel like this series can be a standalone. And I'm saying that as somebody who has read four out of the five books from the old series. So wow. <laughs> I think that's saying something. Oh, I also liked that in this book, there is a character who uses sign language. Oh, yeah. I did so like that too. Julie. Yeah. Uh, Julie. Yeah. So that was good. The sign language representation. That's, that's my take on this book. Okay. I do want to mention before I forget the reading challenge that we have for the podcast that we have not mentioned in a very long time, but it's November already. So I feel like we should do a reminder. I didn't even know you were still doing that. <laughs> it goes, it goes all year. <laughs> so this is a reminder for people who have started it, or maybe for people who don't know about the reading challenge. If you do the reading challenge and you complete it, send us your completed game piece and we will read your name or your Instagram handle on the podcast and give you a little shout out. If you are confused about the categories, send us a message on Instagram. Categories are bite me, Faye is bae, wet panties, mm -hmm. which is our rating system here on the podcast. Yep. Fairy tale retelling, different planet, best growl, Forced Proximity, Book Talk Made Me Do It, Less Than 200 Pages, Witch Please, New to You Author, and What's in the Box. So if you are getting close, let us know. If you have a book you think would fit one of the 12 categories, let us know. If you have a category idea that you think would be good for next year's challenge, then let me know because I'm going to have to do a whole new game board for next year. No. So far, we've only had one person complete the challenge. <laughs> sad. So, How sad is that? Hey, but I mean, one person, this is the first time we've ever done it. Yeah, all so that's I'll, true. I'll take it. Okay, of course. You know, and if you are getting things read in the challenge towards your game piece, if you share it on Instagram and you use the hashtag that we have for the reading challenge and tag us, then I'm 
when that does happen, I share those posts or those stories to our story, give people a little shout out. Yep. So I wanted to mention that. And then we do not have an update on the readers retreat happening in Scotland, but I did figure out a way to put a link to the Facebook group in our, in our blurb section, episode description. So when you're on Spotify, listening to our episodes, if you go to the bottom of the episode description, there's a hyperlink you can take to the Facebook group for the Reader's Retreat, which is very exciting. It's very exciting. So after I've sent in my information, I told you I had to send information into the court because I cannot remember the date my divorce was final for my passport. For three weeks, I've been checking to see why haven't they cashed my check. I get the check back in the mail that even though their link on their website told me what I needed to print out and fill out, they told me that's the wrong paperwork. Oh my fucking God, of course. Yeah, so they tell me the website I have to go to to get the right paperwork. I go to the website, it's like, we've moved. I'm like, well, you're (laughs) stupid because you don't even know your website's moved. But I did send it in, so I'm starting over again. But it's all good. It's all good. Okay, fingers crossed that it works this time. Yes. And you get that info because you have to get that info before you can finish your paperwork. Right. To get the passport. So it's like, this is step number 0.5 before (laughs) you can get to step one. (laughs) Yeah. Right? Yes, exactly. We need to mention what we're reading for our next podcast. I'm very excited. Can I say? Absolutely. Well, we're going to read Wolf by Rebecca Zanetti because Mm -hmm. I love her and I I love Wolf Shifters, which is ironic because I am currently also reading because, you know, we know that I read multiple books because I'm scattered. Um, I'm reading a book by T.S. Joyce called gentry which is the first book in a three book series by t.s joyce and it has to do with a werewolf shifter so i'm like oh okay and then i'm freaking out because the zoe draven book dropped called desire in his blood and i can't start that because i've got these other books i have to read and then on top of it Finley Fenn's book also downloaded for me today that I pre-ordered called The Governess and the Orc. And I'm like, I need to read that book. It's my favorite series and I can't read it because I have all this other stuff that you're making me do. Okay, can I can I ha- give you a confession that's going to make you really mad at me? I don't, uh, no. <laughs> I'm telling you right now, don't even fucking say it because I will be so goddamn pissed. I will quit the podcast and I will just go off and do my own reading that I want to read. Okay, so I'm going to pivot that most of the books that we read for the podcast are available on KU. Wolf by Rebecca Zanetti is one of the few books that we're going to read that is not on KU. She's a weird author in the fact that some of her books are on KU, some of them are not. The Wolf book is not on KU. However, I went to download it yesterday or the day before, and it was currently free on Amazon. So I would suggest still going on Amazon, looking it up, and hopefully by the time this releases, it's still free and you're able to download a copy Maybe I'll put something on Instagram today as a quick heads up since this episode won't release for like five more days. Yeah, and I had to stop reading Reclaimed, which is book two in the Shadow Beast Shifter series. Why? There was just too many things going on. And I I hate when that happens because too much time passes between me reading a book. I don't know about everybody else, but for me, I read a book, I stop, I forget shit. I do that. Yeah. And then it's hard for me to go back and pick up a book. Like I forget it to the point where I forget I'm supposed to be reading the next book in the series. Yeah. So I'm starting to write all these down, but the list is getting longer and longer. I do that. And that's part of the reason why I like having stuff in Goodreads, because then I'm able to go in there and see all the books I've read and be like, oh yeah, I forgot I read that series. Let me check Amazon and see if the next book is out yet. I forget I have a Goodreads. So (laughs) that's not going to work for me. 
me. It's got to be written down. Um, I will say that I am reading Desire in His Blood by Zoe Draven because I think it came out a few days ago, actually. Yeah, it did. I'm really liking it mm -hmm. and I'm excited for you to read it. Ugh. And I, re I recommend it for people who like Zoe Draven. It's an alien romance but then he has bat wings, but then he's also like a vampire. Oh my it's got God. A lot, yeah. A lot of different things happening in it. I love her. It's pretty good, but I'm excited to read Wolf. I'm a little nervous because you really like Rebecca Zanetti and that other series that she has. I'm not a huge fan of that series. So I'm cautiously optimistic that I will like this book by her. Well, you've made me read a lot of books that I didn't like. So, you know, payback's a bitch. <laughs> okay we'll see what happens all right all right so on that note should we finish up yes we should happy reading happy reading <laughs> okay all bye. right bye thank you for listening to the bonded books podcast you can rate and review us on spotify and apple podcast our email is bondedbookspodcast at gmail.com and check the show notes for a link to all of our social media. Mm -hmm.